So, um, that was a clip just explaining the importance of the, the daily office and using this day-by-day -day book. It lasts over 40 days. Um, and we're actually going to, to go through go through one of the, the exercises together. Um, really what's important about the daily office is how do we connect with Jesus through our day. And this is going to help develop a relationship uh, which we need to always consider how we're going to develop that relationship. And core to the course in doing that, he talked about silence. And you'll find that silence and solitude is is actually mentioned numerous times through the course. But uh, how do we practice listening to God? How do we practice knowing God's presence amongst us? Uh, how do we develop those rhythms to engage and encounter God throughout our life? And so um, what we're going to do is, if we go, keep going, keep going, keep going, jump on to the next one. Um, we're actually going to go through one of the uh, daily office readings. And this is on day one, the, the, the midday or the evening office. Uh, and what we do is we start off, as he said, with two minutes silence. And so before we even engage with God uh, in reading the scriptures, we just stop and slow ourselves down to become aware of God. And uh, what he emphasized there was uh, practice looking at how we breathe to help us slow down. In our day and age, it's very difficult, actually, to find solitude. Even when we're in the church, we're, there's going to be plenty of things to distract us. There's many things that stop us entering into silence. And even if we can prevent externally any noise, as soon as we close our eyes, we'll start to find our mind just starts to get filled with many things. And so a good reason, therefore, is to practice breathing and just concentrating on your breath just for two or three times to help settle you and help you think uh, on your breath rather than all the other things that are going on round about you. And so let's just do that now, and then we'll go through the uh, typical example of what it is to practice one of the, the daily office. And so I invite you to, to close your eyes and maybe take two or three deep breaths and just realize the, the breath that you're breathing in is a gift from God. And as we exhale, maybe we can think about just ex exhaling all our issues and problems and worries. And we breathe in again. And we exhale. And we find it difficult to, to get rid of the noise that's going on within our heads. And then we just offer up a simple prayer. Lord, I am your beloved. And you can put it in rhythm with your breathing. Lord, I am your beloved. And so we'll just sit in silence. And if you find you're able to still your mind, and if it 
starts to get filled with many things, then just go back to the prayer, Lord, I am your beloved. And so sit for two minutes. Amen. It's interestingly, Peter Scazzaro says that uh, the two-minute silence is probably the most important part of the daily office. And so we begin with two minutes and we'll end with two minutes. The next thing is the scripture reading, which, uh, go back one, please is on uh, 1 Samuel 15 and 22-23. And Samuel replied, Does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in obeying the Lord? To obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed is better than the fat of rams. For rebellion is like the sin of divination, and arrogance like the evil of idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has rejected you as king. And the background to this is, we would have read uh, together in the, the group that the king asked, uh, sorry, God asked, Samuel to go and speak to Saul. Saul was given an instruction by God to wipe out the Amalekites completely and utterly. They were an evil nation. They offered up sacrifices to false gods. 
and committed great evil in God's sight. So God told Saul, go and destroy all of these Amalekites. But he said, whatever you do after the victory, do not take any of the spoilings. Do not take any of the good oxen or the good sheep. Of course, what happened? Saul went along. He destroyed all the Malachites. And then, of course, some of his soldiers took some of the good oxen and the good sheep. And when God sent Samuel to address Saul, he denied it. And then later on, within a few sentences, he actually confesses it. And so Saul is actually shown up as someone who, although a brilliant man as a warrior and as a king in battle, he on this occasion showed actually emotionally that he had much backbone spiritually. And actually God said to him that actually he regretted making Saul king. That's interesting, isn't it? God regretted? Did God make a mistake? So there's lots of questions, but there's a real emotion that God expresses over the problem that he's experienced with Saul. And so then we move on to a devotional, and the devotional oh, says, Saul, the first king of Israel, did not know much about silence or listening to God. Like David, he was a gifted anointed, successful military political leader. Yet, unlike David, we never see him seeking to be with God. In this passage, Samuel the prophet reprimands Saul for doing many religious acts, i.e. offering up burnt offerings and sacrifices, but not quieting himself enough to listen or to heed God. And then there is another part of the devotional from a more contemporary Christian. And uh, this one is from uh, a small piece of writing uh, from Mother Teresa. And it says, We all must take the time to be silent and to contemplate, especially those who live in big cities like London and New York, where everything moves so fast. I always begin my prayer in silence, for it is in the silence of the heart that God speaks. God is the friend of silence. We need to listen to God because it's not what we say, but what he says to us and through us that matters. Prayer feeds the soul as blood is to the body. Prayer is to the soul, and it brings you closer to God. It also gives you a clean and pure heart. A clean heart can see God, can speak to God, and can see the love of God in others. Now, what wise and insightful words from Mother Teresa. And then we have a, a question to consider. How could you make more room in your life for silence in order to listen to God? 
And this is therefore the question that you need to bring before God. So let's just do that. Let's just spend another minute in silence and ask God that question and see what thoughts come into your head. And we ask God that he would help align our own thoughts to his thoughts. Or indeed, even give his thoughts into our minds to see how we can make more room in our lives for silence in order to listen to him. Let's just spend a minute reflecting on that. 